I like to snuggle. I like sleep, like <laughs> underneath Wayne. I'm like, yeah, man. you know, he can probably barely breathe because sometimes I'm just like. Got you making me better. You making me better. And you choose to do it however, whenever, wherever. Got you making me better. You making me better. And you choose to do it however, whenever, wherever. Got you making me What's up, everybody? Welcome to Marriage at Golgotha, where our focus is, as always, building on a Christ centered marriage. I am Felicia, and I am joined here with my man, my boo, my hubby. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, honey? I'm good, babe. I can't complain. How about you? Yes, I am doing well. Doing great, doing great. So, whew, I'm excited about this episode. As How about usual. you? As usual. I know I say that about each and every episode. I get really, really excited. But I'm really excited about this one because we just celebrated our 12th wedding anniversary this past weekend. 12 years. Might not sound like a long time to some people that been married 20 and 30, but hey, for us, yeah, the Lord came through. You hear me? Yeah. The Lord came through. And he, he did is. a work, a great work in me and in you, right? Yes, he did. Mm. I felt like a praise right sound there. Like you need a towel and an armor bearer. No, I, I was just, you know, just really God did it. He did that thing. Let me tell you, cause see. Mm. Okay, so anyway, oh I hope that everybody is doing great. I hope everybody had an awesome weekend and hope everybody has a great week this week. But just want to go ahead and get into this episode because like I said, I think this is really going to be good. Um, again, we celebrated our 12 year anniversary and I must say that um, it's been great. It it's, it's great. I'm not, I shouldn't say it's been, but it is great. Right. <laughs> Everybody gonna be like, "What's going on?" She said, yeah. "It's been." It's been a good run. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's but, great uh, no. being married to you. Um, I could get into some stuff, but I won't. We might get into it a little bit. I'm sure we will. as we go through this. But again, um, you know, contrary to what. Uh, People may cool. think it, it, it hasn't been easy. No. Um, it marriage hasn't. is never uh, always easy. Some yeah. days are, you know, um, but it's a continual process. It is. Um, so, in honor of our 12 years together, we um, just really wanted to talk about some things that we've learned, some things that we're um, still learning because in marriage, you're forever learning. Forever. Um, so it's 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 really been good. I feel that way, especially being the husband, because there's the, the whole joke about men never really fully understanding women. Mm-hmm. Like you know, the that's whole, not a joke. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's it's true. real. It's true. Mm-hmm. This is a meme where you know the guy has the book that's as tall as him, and it's the book on understanding women, and he's not even out of the first chapter. I feel like that's where I'm at. So shade. Nah, I mean it's just. <laughs> It's just real. Whatever. It's not a joke, like you said. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so whatever, you know. So we, yeah, just wanted to kind of really talk about some things that we've experienced, some things that we've learned yeah. over the past twelve years, and some yes. things that we're continuing 
to work on. And I mean, I guess you guys can probably guess what the first one is. I don't know, let's, let's sweat a little bit. Um, no, I don't have to. Huge Jeopardy music. Yeah, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> okay, so I think this one is, is always um, a big one. Of course, in marriage, we see it all the time. Starts with a C. Yes, communication. What we're doing right now, what we do all the time. Communication. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, talking to each other. Oh, I, I think we really got to work on that. Yeah, we do. We do. Because I we, think we need to talk more. I agree. I mean, and maybe more meaningful conversations. Cause yeah, because I think I do more of the talking. Facts. Mm. Think is a very, very <laughs> understated. I do more of word. the talking. Yeah, you do. You but do. you can you can listen, but not listen. That's true. Yeah. And I think that's probably, you know, where the disconnect in the communication comes. And that's on both ends. I was about to say, I think part of it is our personalities too, because I mean, I'm, to me, I feel like I'm a little more wired to do more listening and less talking, you know, just based on my personality. Yeah. So speaking of personality, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. So we recently learned some things um, about each other and about ourselves. We did. did. um, With the Enneagram. Yes. I can. Um, So the Enneagram is essentially a a personality test, similar to Myers-Briggs and a few others. But uh, the Enneagram is a little more gospel centered. So it it kind of deals with who you are as a person uh, in relation to to God and in relation Mm -hmm. uh, to community. And it does a really, really good job of assessing like a lot of your personality traits, like how you're wired. What are your, uh, what are some of your triggers? How do you act when you're stressed? How do you act when you're healthy? How do you act when you're unhealthy uh, personally? And it also does a good job of kind of gauging how your personality vibes and complements others. Mm-hmm. And there are actually nine personality types in Enneagram. And yeah. so we found that I'm a nine, which is the peacemaker. Um, and Fee is a three, which is the achiever. Yeah, and so we we did this one with the uh, the gospel enneagram. Yeah. I think there there's another one out there too that's not gospel related. But um, so with me um, being uh, an achiever, mm-hmm. which I was a little surprised. Um, I wasn't <laughs> by this one, but it, you know, that, basically, like, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> whatever. But it says <laughs> that you know, three set ambitious goals, um, and they like to accomplish tasks, and they charismatically can you know win others over with their plan. Um, and one of the things that I really liked about um, this particular gospel enneagram was um that it showed some of your characteristics when you're walking in the spirit and mm-hmm. then some of the ones that when when you're walking in the flesh yeah. so for myself for an achiever um some of the things when walking in the spirit um some of the characteristics were um being successful goal-oriented ambitious yeah. being competent and self-assured but then um when i'm walking in the flesh some of my characteristics um, can tend to be um, that I'm driven by performance, I'm yeah. image seeking, right. um, overly competitive, mm-hmm. uh, a workaholic, or even a pretender. Yeah. And so it gives descriptions for all of these, but I, I, I really like, 
I think it really exposes it does you know some things about you and some it makes you forces you to admit that hey these are some flaws that I really do have but that, that's what I love about it because like it makes you look in the mirror at yourself and it doesn't paint the picture perfect image that you want to see yeah it, it highlights a lot of your your good qualities and stuff but also shows you what you can be when you're at your worst and it, it's really good so like for me you know as a peacemaker um just to kind of give a, a brief summary of you know what peacemakers entail so nines work to re resolve conflict and bring balance to their environment Nines bring calmness to situations mm -hmm. and will work to help others feel welcome, accepted, and at ease. Yeah, Nines sounds are, like you. It does. It does. Nines are non-judgmental, empathetic, and easygoing. Nines are also gifted listeners and great mediators. They are able to see all viewpoints and bring about reconciliation. They are warm, adaptable, and unassuming. Nines are easy to get along with because they desire connection with others. Now, the thing about nines, though, is that sometimes they seek that peace and tranquility and calmness, mm -hmm. but at the expense of like dealing with confrontation or actually expressing themselves and standing up for themselves. Yeah. Which is something that I have a hard time doing. You know, it's uh, a lot of times and fee is you know kind of the opposite you know she's more of a straight straight up tell you tell you like it is say what she's thinking whereas with me I'm more of a processor and I don't immediately just kind of say what's on my mind you know a lot of times I'm like okay if I say this how's it going to affect the other person you know what's I'm always considering you know with others viewpoints and that kind yeah. of thing and it can be a strength and a weakness at the same time and yeah so because ultimately you know these things affect how we communicate because I could be, you know, just talking away for hours and you absolutely saying nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not being able to express yourself. And right. so we don't really get to the bottom line of the issue. Exactly. exactly. Um, so I, I think it's really important. I think this helps. And yeah, it's, it's definitely um, helping us. If, if you guys, you know, desire to, it's uh, gospelenneagram.com. Yeah. Um, if you want to learn just more about yourself, even if you're not married, yeah. um, but if you if you are and you want to learn more about why you know your spouse's personality, you know may kind of conflict with with yours, mm -hmm. um, because they say opposites attract, right? <laughs> they do. They yeah. Do. yeah. So it's and like, I'll, be sure, I'll be sure to put that link in the show notes too. But yeah, but yeah, I, I think this definitely kind of helps us to see yeah um, how we communicate right you know and why we communicate the way that we do our mm -hmm. style of communication why it differs for sure um so i think you know that's that's something we can definitely um work on yeah continue um, to work on it's, it's really helping us to learn to understand each other and i i find that that's something that is important in any relationship like when you make an intentional effort to learn the other person and not just learn them from you know like the perspective that you want to see them in yeah but actually learning the person for who they are uh, it's i think we were both um thinking back when we first got married i think we were kind of both people pleasers we a were. little bit because we you know you when you first get married of course you're putting your best foot forward and oh yeah, yeah. you know you don't want to make something that might seem small you're like i don't want to make a big deal out of that so exactly. i just let it pass right. and you don't say anything um but I think not saying anything is a form of communication <laughs> because you're basically signaling like thumbs up. Okay, I'm good with that. Mm -hmm. So it's, I think it's important to, um, to you know, to speak 
your mind, mm -hmm. not necessarily in a disrespectful way, but I think it's important to be but honest and to be yeah. as, tra as transparent as you can be. For sure. For um, sure. And I think one of the things that kind of leads to this uh, false sense of communication is because, like, I know when before I got married, you know, one of the things that we would always hear is like, you're going to have to, you know, bite the bullet on some things and you got to, you know, um, yeah. let the man be the head and yeah. you have to, do, you know, it's yeah. like, hey, you know, you're going to have to let some things go. And I, you know, of course, you don't you have to choose your battles you in do. everything. And I think in marriage, sometimes you have to choose your battles. But it's, I think it's still important to communicate how you feel about a certain situation, whatever it is that you and your spouse may be um, going through, a com you know, having some issues with or communicating on, it's important to um, express and just voice how you feel because eventually, um, if it doesn't come out at that time, it's gonna come out at a most inopportune time. At the worst time, yeah. you know, maybe two or three, four years later and it's like, I felt this way about, exactly. you know, exactly. so and so and so, yeah. and, so and it's and important it's, just to talk about it. It's unhealthy in a lot of ways too. Like one thing I'm learning is that like, you know, when I get into that mode of just being silent and not voicing, you know, how I'm feeling, it does neither me nor my wife any good. And I, I think Jay Will said this, um, you know, in a conversation that we were having, you know, part of it is you burying yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you literally, you're thinking that you're doing it, you know, for the good of the relationship, but in reality, you're burying yourself. And so you're not fully present. And yeah. that causes problems. It causes issues. And it really depletes the other person of the fullness of the relationship because you're not all there, you know. Yeah. So definitely a lesson that I'm learning. I think we're both learning. Yes. So, so communication sure. and block check. Yeah. So next yeah. one, uh, we're talking about quality time mm -hmm. quality time is pertinent in any relationship because i think quality time for me makes me feel valued mm -hmm. um and important <laughs> um, i'm rolling my eyes for those of y'all that can't well you can't see but you know i just want to let you know so because of the look she gave me yeah so when it comes to i, I think that's, that's of course one of my um love languages i think i is, think it is quality time yeah i like to snuggle i like sleep like <laughs> underneath wayne i'm like yeah man. you know he can probably barely breathe because sometimes i'm just like yeah suffocating him like i just want to be close to you about something up and i mean don't get me wrong i i do love that a lot of times you know but, but sometimes it's like okay i can't yeah. You know, just just back up off me. Yeah. And I get it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm that person. Yeah. So <laughs> mm -hmm. but I think as the marriage goes on, sometimes you can neglect quality time mm -hmm. and you know, you, of course because you get married and well when you're dating you're 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 making sure that you're spending that quality time you're right. like okay you recognize that that's something i gotta do because i want to get to the next step which is marriage so right. it's like okay i'll put in whatever time i need to put in yeah but once you get there and you say i do you know you've been married for a while and it's like um all right i got you now i got you now or you just you know you other things become I don't want to say more important, but you're you're more focused on like yeah. whatever your career, mm -hmm. um, 
whatever it is you know that you're doing it could be you know you've had children right you know other things become a priority and you don't realize that you're neglecting that uh quality time so i think with us um quality time i think we we did things together but it wasn't really like focused on us Mm -hmm. you know so i think as time went on it was like hey let's really invest some quality time and us versus okay let's take the kids here or let's go with the family there um we were really really active in ministry Mm -hmm. and that was like really the forefront of our marriage was like okay we spent time together doing those things but there wasn't any like quality intimate time with each other and so we got to a place where we realized that you know it's important to take those getaways Mm -hmm. you know at least well for us you know it's according to you to your marriage your relationship how you want to do that but it's somewhat subjective for us it was like okay you know at least every other month or so we're going to make sure that we go out of town or you know go get a room somewhere even if it's in town yeah just so we're not focused on things that need to be done at home or you know we don't have all these other distractions it's Mm. like okay you're someplace where you're you you're forced to you know spend quality time yeah i I think i think a a big part of it too is you know as your marriage progresses at least we've seen it you know with ours our definitions of quality time change oh yeah like the things that we thought quality time you know at first aren't they're not it's not that they're not how can i put it like okay like when, when me and Fee were first dating right we, we would go out and we'd go like for picnics or whatever we'd go sit you know on the grass and mm-hmm. look at each other's eyes and you know get all googly eyed or whatever that was quality time for us quality time was us going out somewhere and just being with each other now quality time might be us as she pointed out snuggling and watching one of our favorite shows like mm-hmm. that that's quality time because you know and oh, the tv thing is another thing i think it has to be agreed it, it quality does. time like you one person can be i heard that we're gonna get back <laughs> to that but i heard, <laughs> see, you're you're throwing me off so like i said it has to be i think it has to be agreed quality time mm-hmm. because just because you're in the same house or the same vicinity area in the house doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean it's quality time. Yeah. Like yeah. if the person is in the living room and then you're in the bedroom or whatever, vice versa. Just because you're in the same yeah, house. Yeah, just because you're in the same mean house doesn't time. mean that it's quality time yeah. or you're doing one thing and the other person's doing another thing. You know, so I think it has to be like agreed upon it has to be mutual yeah. yeah it has to be mutual and, and, and you have to constantly ask each other and and find out you know what it means for the person in that moment and you also have to be willing and i don't want to go back to the whole body in the bullet thing like you mentioned because you know you don't want to fall to the unhealthy extreme of that and like just bury yourself like you were pointing out but if quality time with fee may for her be watching some romantic comedy movie or something yeah sometimes you have, to compromise. you have to compromise you do and i mean it's compromise i mean the best definition of it is neither one is completely happy but you all are happy with what you've agreed on because you're, oh, you're, you're happy together you're happy, you're happy together you know so i mean that, that's something we're still learning and like it's it's well it's worth it though because 
Like I find the quality time that we have together, you know, when we have it, to me is meaningful. I mean, it's much more meaningful because we have longevity together now. You know, it, it's not so much, okay, you haven't been married 20, 30 years, but we've been, we've been together a good bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. Okay. And then also with, with quality time, I think also knowing that you still need, you know, that personal space. Yeah, the, the, the other person they yeah. still need that personal space like for me um, my own personal time is like going I'll say out shopping <laughs> or just going to get my nails done yeah. or something like that um, but still yet making sure that somewhere along the line there's I've given you that quality time mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so I realized that not all of the free time that you have should be dedicated to me, <laughs> you know, but Lord is good. whatever revelation, you know, so I can still give you your personal time, <laughs> right. but yet still you recognize that I need some quality time yeah. and vice versa. Right. So I think you, you have to, you know, we're not saying that all the free time that you have, you need to dedicate to you know what I'm saying? Spending yeah. it because everybody, I think, everybody you know, needs personal space. Yeah, if they if they so desire, right? You right. know, might be married to a crazy person and just want to be up on your 24 seven. I don't know. I like I'm not just, it. Okay, you're, you're <laughs> just kind of, sort of. Whatever. Like, so the next one is, um, I think. Well, this is definitely um, where we've been learning. Yeah. Um, talking about sex life, our, yes. our sex and marriage is a big one. Understanding, understanding, I guess, what we both get out of sex. Yeah. So when we have sex, when we make love, I like that. Make love. What <laughs> am I getting out of it? Yeah. Versus what you're getting out of it because it may not be the same thing. Yeah. 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 So. I could really dig it into this. So I'll let you go first. I mean, it's like, so I remember like a conversation we had recently where we were talking about, you know, like what we get out of it. And like, I was, I got pretty raw and was like, you know, I felt like, you know, because, and I, I bought into that whole thing, you know, with purity culture, you know, we've talked about that before yeah. in, in previous episodes, but you know, the idea that if, if, if you save yourself up, uh, when you get married, sex is just going to be this wonderful amazing thing that's available 24 7 and you're gonna be able to get it every time you 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 ask and uh there's just gonna be there's gonna be no time for her to say no and i'm sorry um, you thought that honey i did i i I mean i and i it hit me the other day like i i still kind of carry this mentality when it comes to sex like i waited for you you know what i'm saying you owe me girl yeah get over here i know I mean, but, but it's unfair to, it's unfair to fee, you know, because my expectations, those unrealistic expectations really don't take her into consideration. It's more so what I expect as a result of what I've done. It's really performance-based. And so that, that's an issue. And also, um, emotionally, you know, I shared with her that, um, sex to me is, it's kind of a form of acceptance. So, you know, when I get shot down, mm-hmm. uh, part of me feels like it's shot down. Part of me is like, oh, man, well, maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe I'm not attractive enough. Maybe I'm not this. Maybe I'm not that. And so it, it starts to get, you know, to just stuff like that, you know, is 
is, is stuff that, you know, we were, we've been talking about lately and it's really been helpful because it's helped me to see, oh man, it goes deeper than just, dang, we, we did it in so long. It's no, what, what is it when you all do come together, what does it really do for the both of you? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I spilled my guts, your turn. You said you yeah, could Yeah, so, well, just for clarity, um, you know, <laughs> while we're talking about this, we don't want anybody to um, get the idea that we're saying this is the way it has to be because everyone's right. um, sex life is different. Everyone's sexual experience is different. Right, right. Um, some people um, came into marriage as a virgin. Mm-hmm. Some people came into marriage um, maybe um, you, you know, were already experiencing, yeah, you, you, you know, you had um, other, you had other partners, other partners, other, you know, um, relationships. Um, so we're not saying that this is the way it has to be again with this. We're just sharing our what our experience right. has been and right. some, just some things to think about. Mm-hmm. So, um, just for a level of transparency for me, um, because I was not a virgin when we got married, right. unlike Wayne, you know, sex, um, I find it enjoyable um, in, in marriage, but it's not, it wasn't something that um, that I hadn't experienced before. The experience, of course, was different, right? Um, you know, with him, which is one of the reasons why I fell in love with you. But it's like, for, for me, something else has to take place yeah. before... I want to have sex right. before I want to make love to you. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, there are some other things that I'm looking, you know, for mm-hmm. before that takes place. Right. Um, number one is emotional security. Mm-hmm. I want to feel protected. I want to feel wanted. I want to feel, and not just wanted in a sexual nature, but just, I want you, you know, as my beautiful loving you know Karen there's so many other things light and shining armor yeah you know uh, so it's an it it was an an emotional Mm -hmm. you know um thing that has to take place I really don't I don't having a hard time describing it i mean but you're doing good um so it's not just like okay well hey we're married let's just go get it you know what i'm saying which is like the kind of the the conception or the perception that you get yes because you're married because you're married you're oh you're gonna be able to have all the sex that you want you're you're just gonna want it all the time no not (laughs) true okay so but i think one of the things that um I've really come to understand is that it's important to have those discussions. Yeah, <laughs> it is. No matter how uncomfortable they. No might matter be. how comfortable it may be. Yeah. Because again, everybody's sexual experience um, is different. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that are going through you know, your mind, um, when it comes to, to sex, there, um, people who have been physically, Mm -hmm. you know, abused, sexually abused, um, emotionally, emotionally abused. People have, um, been introduced to pornography. Yeah. There's so many different things that go into how an individual views Mm -hmm. sex. Yeah. So, you may view it one way, but your spouse may view it a totally different way. different way. And not everybody is married is getting married because 
they want to have sex i mean yeah. that's one of the benefits <laughs> oh for sure um but it's like no that's you know what i'm saying so it's important to have those conversations it and is. say okay well how do you feel about sex and you know when we first got married honestly it was like okay yeah all the time let's go uh -huh. let's go get it yeah. and then but, reality set in like, you know ooh. well you know life happened it's life like happened, okay yeah. you know i had you know um another kid mm -hmm. you know you got um i'm moving up in my career getting more responsibilities right. there are other goals that i'm mm -hmm. trying to achieve yeah you know um Ministry. just so many I other mean, different distractions yeah, and it's like okay we ain't got time for that because i'm tired <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> you know so it's like okay something else is more important mm -hmm. but i think i recognize how important sex yeah or i am learning to recognize because like i said we're still learning still learn yeah. um what sex means to you right what, what that does for you um how it helps our relationship um and i think you're learning the same thing yeah right we, we both are the, we, the important you know, thing is i think is that we're we're taking each other's you know perspectives into consideration and instead of just pointing our fingers and saying hey i'm not getting this from you why don't we actually ask the question hey what is it that you're actually looking for yeah you know i, I think that's much more healthy than just trying to you know get our way you know what yeah, i'm saying and say okay well my spouse won't have sex exactly with me, or yeah. um this person doesn't accept me it's or right. they're rejecting me right right it's deeper than that and i think what we're really saying is that it requires work it does you know just like any other issue you you have to talk about it mm -hmm. um you have to have the conversation um and both parties have to be really honest yeah and it takes and honesty it does real about okay well this is why i don't want to do it you right. know this is why i don't want to have sex with you because mm -hmm. you know i'm feeling a b c d right um and vice versa yeah so it's important to also listen because i think that's one of the things that's that's really kind of helped us like okay just listen yeah you know that, that has um, helped because yeah. it, it's, it's like you know when i when i actually take the time to listen and I'm not looking for an opportunity to like jump in with my perspective, but instead I'm just taking your feelings and what you've communicated in, taking a moment to think about it and reflect on it and like, oh, okay, that's where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so with understanding what each of us both get out of it mm -hmm. and what it does for us, I think it's important also that we make the time to prioritize it yeah I agree. because we realize it's important it is very you know important. what i'm saying for our marriage um you know because we both have needs <laughs> 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 i can't neglect your need needs. for intimacy just like i don't expect for you to neglect my need for that emotional security security mm -hmm. so at the same token and vice versa because yeah. mm -hmm. they're um you know, we always look at it like it's the man, the one that being is being neglected when it comes to sex. But the shoe can very well, and in it some can. cases, it's on the other foot where it's For the sure. female that feels sure. um, like she's being neglected. So, Agreed. but just prioritizing, making time for it. Yeah. Um, Hoosah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so with that, yeah, 
Um, so next, I think, um, let's talk about family and, and, and friends. Yeah. I guess relationships relationships outside of, you know, our, our marriage. Yeah. I, I think it's important. Um, it's important to cultivate and do all you can to cultivate, you know, good relationships with extended family and friends. Um, if your relationship is just for you two, it can be between the two of you. You know, I mm-hmm. say this all the time. Your relationship is can certainly be between the two of you, but if it's just for you all's benefit, that at least from a biblical standpoint, that that I don't think that's good. Because my marriage to Felicia should not just benefit us. Yeah. You know, if if we're just getting married, you know, for the purpose of us being happy and not being loving and compassionate and being a help and a source of comfort to other people mm-hmm. it's selfish in, yeah. I mean, in, my, in my humble opinion you know I mean others might think otherwise but um, I, I look at our relationships you know with, with family and with friends and I mean all, all of our relationships can stand you know some improvement I mean we're not perfect in that regard and yeah. you know as as we're really emphasizing in this episode it, it's it's a point of growth for us you know i see ways that we can definitely improve me personally and fee is helping me with this be more thoughtful yeah. like i mean there are times where i'm <laughs> just selfish i'm joking okay. i'm just kidding I, I get it i mean but but i mean fee is much more thoughtful than me you know she's much more thoughtful than me you know when it comes to even to like birthdays and like just stuff like that like she'll throw a little reminder hey you know did did you call or text your mom and dad for the birthday or did you call or text joshua's birthday or you know your auntie you she she's always thoughtful like that and me i don't know whether it's just based on my personality but i'm not really like a phone person call text outgoing I'm not the first one that you'll see posting or whatever, but like Fee has helped me a lot in that regard, man. She she is very thoughtful as a gift giver and as it's just as far as thinking of other people. And I feel like that's helped me. Um and I mean there there are definitely areas of improvement, you know, that she has too. I mean, I'm sure she'll speak to that. But I mean it's it's just important for us to also What's going on everyone? Wayne here. Listen, this combo got really, really good, and as is our custom, when the combo gets really, really good, it also tends to run really, really long. So, <laughs> so we split this up into two parts. Um, part two will be coming out really soon. So, yeah, just wanted to let you know, and we will catch you all next time. Signing off, y'all. Thanks so much for listening to Marriage at Golgotha. We really appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you. This is always phenomenal. It's always wonderful. Mm-hmm. Always fun. Yes, always fun. So, babe, tell them where they can check us out. Well, for starters, you can go to our site. Website is marriageatgolgotha.com. M-A-R-R-I-A-G-E-A-T-G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A.com. That's probably the easiest way to listen. We have our podcast episodes page set up with a playlist and you can go down the episodes however you want, listen in to each episode there. We're also set up on iTunes for our Apple users. For our Android users, we will not hold that against you. We are on Google Podcasts and uh, for anybody, you can check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public. There are a few other podcasting platforms that we're on as well. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Follow us there. Like our Facebook page. On Instagram, our handle is M at G. That's M A T G underscore podcast. 
you have a lot of ways to get to us. We want to get it out there, not because we're looking to be famous, but because we, we really believe God's given us something to say, and we really just like the conversations. That's right. So please remember to keep it real, keep it live, keep Christ in your marriage. A to the men. Baby, I'm a queen, that's how I'm living, okay All in my design, how I'm bending So if you're coming at me, basically, why you tripping? Where I'm living, only letting real ones up in the building Not just feeling, yeah, I'm talking real ones who want commitment Back to feeling, only letting one see all that we building That's just wisdom, cause I've made the time Really, they just chosen playing games Boy, I'm at the Lord, I ain't never been the same Money ain't impressing, really, neither is your fame Wanna see